Anyone want to start this off? You can start it out. You're the singer. I want to be the humble one of this band. That was never going to happen. I know. Thank you for joining us on Canary Sessions. My name is Hudson, and today in the studio we have Known Ghost. Guys, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Between where we are 
So can you go down the line and introduce yourselves? Yeah. Um, I'm Cade. Bobby. I'm John. And I'm Jordan. So how did you guys meet? Me and John and Jordan actually grew up in the same church. And um, we, we played in a worship team together for quite a, peri- quite a long period of time, quite a few years. And then um, Bob came along kind of towards the end whenever we were all leaving and yeah. going off and doing other things in life. And at a certain point, we decided, hey, what if we got together and made a band? Like, we, yeah, kind of, so we have we some chemistry. And with me even, also with you guys for like a few years. Yeah. 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 That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. And we started the band. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, John's got something. So, so just for a time frame... Um, Kate and I knew, have known each other since we were about probably about 12, and I've known Jordan since I was probably about 11, and then Bobby, I think we met about five or six years ago. So how did you decide the Known Ghost was the right name for your band? Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. I, it's like the hardest thing to do. Like, writing the songs is the easy part when it comes to, like, naming your band. Yeah. Well, you tell them our it, I was gonna we say True Honey for like a week or two. Yeah, we were called we were called True Honey because um, a guy that we all know um, he had kind of just jokingly said that 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 would be like a good band name, and so we just took it on. And um, I asked his permission first, but so we didn't like steal it from him yeah, or anything. Of course. And then um, we all decided, okay, we probably need to get a different name. It, it's at True Honey's funny but we need to get serious about this and i think we spent two months just throwing around names constantly it couldn't decide on a single thing and then i'm sitting in a starbucks um doing some like college work or something like that and uh ghost actually i can't remember which one came first the known or the ghost i think ghost was the first thing and then i was like okay there's something there and then i was like need something that goes with that vowel, the O vowel. And I was like, no. Okay, that's kind of weird, but we'll go with it. And then I just, I, I th- throw an E on it. Uh, and then we threw an E on it. No, and then no. we, um, I, I just kind of said, all right, we've been doing this for two months. We, we got to settle on something. We could change it later down the line if we want to, but this is going to be it for right now. And mm-hmm. we just never, we've never changed it. I like it. Who are your top, like, five artists that you listen to the most? And you can go down the line. Uh, I know for me, 
uh, The National is my number one. And then I also love um, Sun Kill Moon, Mark, anything Mark Kozilek does. I just think he's a wonderful songwriter, and I love listening to his stuff. And then I love Cold War Kids. Um, I love me some local natives. And, uh, yeah, those are those are kind of some top ones for me. Okay. Yeah, I think, like, my, like, the bands I think of that I really like when I'm trying to get in the known ghost drum-making mindset are definitely, like, bands like Interpol or The National and even Spoon. Um, But like, yeah, like just to have like, it has like, I like the sort of mechanical, but also very human drum sound. And I listen to a ton of other music that I don't necessarily get influenced by for Known Ghosts, but I would say those are my like Known Ghost vibes. Yeah, I'd have to agree with uh, the national as well with Cade. Um, uh, for me, I discovered like or through Cade, I discovered Arcade Fire when I was really young, and so that was one of my favorite bands for like those first three records. Um, Local Natives as well. It's a big. I'm a big fan of them, and uh, my girlfriend got me into Always, and I really love that band. Like that that album, the 2017 Antisocialites, was fantastic. Yeah, yeah we actually saw them live. Yeah, I definitely have to say uh, the national, local natives. Uh, I think as a bassist, I really appreciate Interpol. Their bassist is killer, so I try to pull from that. And then I really like Daywave and uh, Oberhofer. Those are mine.
So how do you write songs together? Do you bring, uh, does one of you bring a song and then you kind of build on it? Or do you kind of just jam? And... You should tell them how it was in the very beginning, but how it is now, yeah. like how much it's changed. Yeah, how, how, have, how far have you come? You know, tell us the process. So I think there's only been like two or three different ways that we've ever done this. Yeah. The normal way is that I'll kind of, I'll write something, um, I'll write a song and I'll have the structure of the chord progression. I'll have the melody and the words. And then I show it to the guys. I kind of let them hear what I'm thinking. And then they deconstruct it and say, well, what if we did this instead? Well, what if we did that instead? We've had songs where like, I, all I wanted was just like some toms on the drums and for it to be really slow and kind of sad and down tempo. And they've like completely tr- flipped it on its head to the point that I had to walk out of the room and be like, no, I don't know about this. Like I don't know. Like, yeah, we had our song Kate that we released it, <laughs> is that story where we yeah. just flipped it on its head. And I was like, you know what? it is better this way. Like I had to come to terms with the fact that it's way better once they deconstruct it and then we put it back together. And so that's the typical way we do it. And then um, another way is that we'll start jamming and then we find something that we really like and we kind of just record it on a phone or something. And um, I listen back to it a little bit and I start creating a song again. And then we go back to kind of step one that we do where I, bring what I have based off that and they deconstruct it and we reconstruct it. And we just do that through several cycles until we have something that we're all proud of. Is there a different way that you guys can think of? Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, it's just cool. Like, it's like a very collaborative process. Like, Kate is like the songwriter for Known Ghost. But we do like really add a lot, I guess, and like change it up. But yeah, in the beginning it was very different. But... (laughs) It's become more of a democratic process. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I used to be a bit of a, I, I used to be a bit of a dictator about. But it was fine, yeah. So. I feel like through that, um, doing it that way, we all got like a good, a good idea of like what sounds you were hearing, but then we also are putting our own twist on it. Yeah. And so it makes it known ghost and not just like one person. Now that we've kind of been doing this for a while, and we kind of we we know the sounds that we're we're good with, I it's funny because now I'll just like throw a song out into the ring, and it's like, all right, do your magic, because I mean they make it sound completely different than even what's in my head, and it always I love it every single time. So, so tell me about your favorite show you've ever played. I'm quick to say that it was at Petra's because we normally have a good time at Petra's every time we play there in Charlotte. But I think, wait, did we ever do an out-of-towner that was, like, really good? No, never mind. Out-of-towners have kind of been hit or miss. Um, They've never been amazing. Yeah. Um, It's normally just the the manager of the place being like, hey, can you turn down a little bit? That's normally what that amounts to. But uh, Snug Harbor in Charlotte, um, I think we had a show there one time that it was just, it just seemed like everything was falling into place. Like the the sound was set up perfectly to, um, especially like uh, one of the big difficulties is sometimes um, getting my voice loud enough and clear on certain parts can be really difficult. Um, 
for certain songs and just the sound guy had just dialed it in perfectly and everyone was feeling it. Uh, you could see people kind of dancing around in the crowd and it was, it was awesome. The energy was great. So, yeah. I agree with Cade, but just to spice it up, we played a show at Summit Coffee one time and it was like a stripped down version of Known Ghost. We had like electric acoustics, keyboard and I was playing with like brushes and we arranged the songs a little bit differently and it was a really good crowd and it was just a fun change of pace and some coffee rocks <laughs> um, I agree with Cade in the sense that energy is what sticks out to me but um, my favorite show would be this place formerly called The Station but it's called Skylark Social Club in Charlotte and Oddly enough, we were opening that show, but the way that that place is laid out is there is no like stage like that's elevated. Everything is on the same level, and it's like a tight place, so the sound is just like envelops everyone, and also like everyone's like really like on the same level as you right in front of you. And we opened that show, but there was some like friends that were playing with us and friends that came out, and some people who like were like kind of big in like the Charlotte scene or whatever. And they were like standing like front row and we, we were debuted our song uh, Half of November, the, the second one that we played. And um, that was the first time we played it live and we were really pumped about that one. And I just like remember seeing people being like super into that. We opened with that song and I was like, that was a good show. and I was like this, I forgot about and I was like, this is going to be an excellent set after that. So, Well, I kind of have two. Um, I think one would be our first show that we ever played in Charlotte. Because starting out, we just played open mic nights uh, in Cornelius, North Carolina. And you know, those were fun, and that was just a good opportunity for us to like get our bearings as a band um, and really dial it in. But when we got that first show in Charlotte at The Rue, that's closed now, has been for... I think it closed down right after we played. <laughs> but uh, it, we, we literally shut it down. Uh I think just just as like a band just playing in like the big city for the first time is just it's really cool and I just I think like we played all of our songs like perfectly even though we were still kind of new at it. Um but I think my overall favorite show we've ever played was is another one in Quinnius but it was a it was an event called Laketoberfest. Um it was just a a huge event that they put together um a lot of different um breweries and stuff in the area had all come together um and it was just like i mean there was had to have been like two thousand people there it was just this huge soccer field just like and we didn't really expect that there was like hey we're gonna have this event it's called lake toberfest you guys come play and i was like cool and we showed up and it was just like i mean i was that was, i i'd been playing for a long time and we had been playing to, as a band for a long time and i was nervous because it was just like it was, you know, but I think that was just a, a cool opportunity. So definitely fit.
say my name hey! You could try me pleasure band to listen to i like, can't start this one because i don't i i gotta think about it i gotta think let about jordan it. start i gotta yeah, jordan so. jordan's the master i'm not even guilty about it <laughs> uh i really like the kings of leon and i listen to them all the time okay every time i'm in the car because they you know they get me going they're the kings they're the kings yeah uh, guilty pleasures. Um, I think what what I, I, I think guilty pleasures is tough because you like, you kind of sound pretentious if you name something that's not super guilty um, sometimes. But like, I guess for me, like I I get really into like certain pop artists like when they release like dope albums. I don't know if it's really guilty, but I listened to like a ton of Ariana Grande this year. Like I was like, man, she killed it this year. And um, I don't know if that's guilty. I I think it's awesome. I'm not like embarrassed or anything. But that's the first thing that came to my mind, I guess. So I listened to, like, the cool emo, like, American football and that kind of stuff. But, like, back in high school, I listened to stuff like Dashboard Confessional, Senses Fail, and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, some Screamo even. And every now some and screamo. then I like to jam out to that secretly. And, yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to agree with Jordan on Kings of Leon. And John on the pop artist thing. And then I'm going to say that I will gladly listen to some uh, The Fray, especially that just that first album mm-hmm. is just wonderful from beginning to end. And then um, some early Coldplay. I was about to say, I, I don't even think that's early Coldplay. And I'm not I'm, even, I don't even feel guilty about it. Of, no, 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 early Coldplay was fire. Like those Parachute was like one of the great yeah. albums. Did y'all see the, uh, I think it's called the Head Full of Dreams movie that they just released? No. It's like... There's a lot of reasons why I might not be inclined to do that. Yeah. And is it good? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty good. Like, it takes it all the way back to oh, when they maybe started. Oh, I should watch. Maybe I should watch it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, X and Y. I don't know I don't know if it's, like, acceptable or not, but I definitely still listen to the Smashing Pumpkins. Even though Billy Corgan is, like, the worst. <laughs> but whatever. You know, it's, it's guilty pleasures, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on Canary Sessions. We really appreciate it. Y'all sounded awesome. Um, Thanks for having us. Yeah. Um, we like to plug our sponsor, Heyday Guitars. Um, Heyday Guitars is a guitar shop on 414 Brookstown Avenue. Come on down and buy a guitar and amp. Um, 
and talk to Michael. He's a super awesome dude. He'll get you hooked up with what you need. Um, and as always, like and comment, subscribe, and uh, click that little bell at the bottom. Um, and we'll see you next time. My name is Hudson.